Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 153 of the JB Sism Show. In today's episode, we're talking about how you can discover your purpose without having to throw away it at all. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. Well, my friends, taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best here at jbsism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to today's show. We're talking about how to leave a lasting legacy, something that will outlive your earthly life. And boy, that seems so much, (laughs) so much harder than it probably is because we all leave something behind no matter what it is that we are doing in this life. We leave something behind when we pass from this earth into eternity And the question is, what is it that we're going to be leaving behind? But a lot of people discover for themselves that they have all these dreams, they have all these aspirations, but in reality, do they really find the time? And I think few people do find the time to actually invest into their dreams, invest into what it is that God has has put on the inside of them. And I think, truth to tell, a lot of people will actually just throw away their purpose and throw away their desires and just leave it all behind and just keep doing what they've always done. They move forward. They never change. They don't... Uh, further their own education. They don't go deeper into the Word of God. They don't do what they can to take their God-given talents and actually do something with it. And and I see this time and time again with different individuals, but not everybody's that way. And we're we're talking about today, whether it's in our professional life or our personal life, the results are going to be the same. If we put the time in and we pursue our dreams and we pursue the thing that God has put deep on the inside of us, something is going to happen, not only inside our spirit, but something is going to happen in the physical realm and we're actually going to be able to see the steps that we've laid and we're going to see the blessings of God on our life. Now, for years, because as a pastor, for years... I've helped teach people how to find their God-given talents. I've helped people pursue their purpose and discover what it is that God has created them to do on this earth. And, And I've believed my whole life that discovering our purpose and our destiny is the single most important thing that we can learn about ourselves. And in some regards... I'm going to say we're going to throw part of that away, but I'll tell you why in just a second. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I love podcasts. I love 
furthering my own education. I love being able to learn something new, have deep, meaningful, powerful conversations with people that are going to transform their lives. Because I love seeing people have that little light bulb moment go on inside their heart. And I love seeing them say, oh, I get what you're saying. I get a little bit of of what God is doing on the inside of me. And thanks for helping pull that out of me. One of my favorite podcasts is the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I've been listening to the show since about 2007. And it was actually, truth to tell, his podcast that encouraged me to set up a podcast for our church. And in fact, Life Church, the church that I was the operations pastor at, we created one of the very first podcasts in the Twin Cities for churches. There were very few churches at the time, in about 2007, that actually had a podcast. Podcasting was very new. It was only about a year or two old um, by that point. And I took it upon myself, after finding Cliff Ravenscraft, I, I took it upon myself to actually start a podcast for the church. And, and, and I've had a lot of fun since then. Well, one of the books he was talking about in a show a few years ago was called The Big Leap by a guy by the name of Gay Hendricks. Uh, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And the purpose of this book was to awaken something buried deep within a person's soul in their person, you know, in, in a person's life, really helping them discover what their zone of genius is. And and what does purpose and your in the different zones of life have to do with each other? So today I'm I'm going to be talking about this journey and give three reasons why in a sense you should throw away just dreaming about your purpose and really start living the life that God has called you to live. So here we go. We're going to dive right in here. And this is going to be fun. So number one is this. To give up and stop pursuing your dream. (laughs) Say what? So I know that seems counterproductive and it sounds a little odd and it sounds maybe a little scary to hear such horrid things come from my mouth. Uh, Bear with me. But if you were to sit down and you were to ask somebody, What is your dream? What's your dream? Boy, you're going to get a whole array of different things. You're going to get people saying, well, you know, my dream is to have a boat one day, or my dream is to build a dream house, or my dream is to one day publish a book, or one day I want to start a podcast, or one day I want to do this. And it's always one day. I want to do this someday. I want to I want to do something at some point in my life. If you ask a, a teenager coming out of co- uh, out of high school into college, what are you going to do? Well, I would like to be a veterinarian someday, so I'm going to go to veterinarian school. They get two years through, and they're like, well, I still want to be a veterinarian, but I don't know if this is for me because I love animals, but I don't know if I want to put the time in. And then they change their mind. 
But then they get out of college and they go through life and they find that they end up getting stuck in the day-to-day job of either A, getting the CEO their coffee or, or they just wonder, why do I feel like I'm in a dead-end job or why do I feel like I am not going anywhere in my life and I don't feel like I'm making a difference? And I've talked to several writers who are writing books and they want to someday write a book. But instead of writing their books, they, they, they complain about their coworkers or they live their life wishing for something different. Or they wonder, man, I, I've been writing this book for four or five, ten years and I'm not any further today than I was ten years ago. And maybe you feel unfulfilled in your daily grind, wishing for something different. But here's the deal. If you begin to buy into self-limiting beliefs, and that's what these are. These are self-limiting beliefs. And if we begin to buy into our self-limiting beliefs, we're going to handicap our life and we're not going to succeed in our family. We're not going to succeed in our ministries. We're not going to succeed in our life. And this is why... I say this, you have to give up and stop pursuing your dream. In other words, pursuing the dreams by just dreaming about them. See, we all have something buried deep in our soul, burning deep within, but life happens. That's okay for life to happen. Maybe you start living your dream and you start making real progress and pursuing that passion, but you find a small victory. And when you do find that small victory, your self-limiting belief smacks you upside the head and you come back to what I call reality. Your self-limiting beliefs keep us from really putting everything we have into our dream. You know, what are you willing to invest your time in? What are you willing to invest invest every day to see your dream become a reality? You know, is is yourself if your self-limiting belief is, well, I started writing my book, but I'm I I'm not really a good writer, so maybe I should just stop. Maybe I won't pursue my dreams any further. Let me say this. That's a self-limiting belief. Instead of saying, well, maybe I'm not a good writer. Maybe put it this way. I'm going to write my book. I'm going to get it accomplished. And then I'm going to find somebody to help me take my writing to the next level. You see, one is counterproductive because you're going to get stuck in your own whatever. The other is very productive because you're putting action to your dream. You're putting action to your purpose. You're putting action to the things that you believe God has called you to do. And that's one of the most important things to do is taking something that you have on the inside and actually putting action toward it. So, You could take out a piece of paper and write this down 
answer this question. What do you believe God is putting on the inside of you? What do you believe God is calling you to do? And then answer this question. Are you willing to invest the time every day to see that dream become a reality? Answer that question. Because unless we're willing to invest some serious time, capital, and sweat into making our dreams happen, they're only going to sit on the shelf of our mind. And they're not going to go anywhere. So number one, give up and stop pursuing your dreams in your mind and start living your dream and putting action steps to it today. Number two is this. What zone of life do you currently live in? What zone of life do you live in? Let me ask this question. What is your upper limit problem? And we all have upper limit problems that hit us from time to time. Our upper limit problem is this self-sabotaging aspect of our life that keeps us grounded instead of living our God-given purpose. And the moment we have our small little wins, we find ourselves sinking back into our comfort zone and our upper limit problem becomes a real thorn in the side. So what is your upper limit problem? What's stopping you from living the dream that God has given you? Where is the mindset? Maybe it comes to a point of, where we have to reframe our mind, reframe our thinking. Instead of thinking in the negative, turn it into a positive. So as a writer, so maybe we could use this as an example. My book was rejected by an agent, so I'm never going to get published. That is a upper limit problem. That is a self-limiting belief. But if you turn that negative into a positive, you could say, I was turned down by a publisher, but I know another one's around the corner. Or I was turned down by a publisher, but I can put it up on my blog site for other people to read. You see, we can take our limiting beliefs And we can turn it around and put a positive spin on it and change and reframe our mindset so that we can actually begin focusing on the positives rather than the negatives. Or we can take the negatives and actually turn it into a positive. Because whether you have good things that happen to you or bad things happen to you, they happen to you. And you can take each of those moments of life And you can actually use those instances and you can help people pursue a better life. So, for instance, if you have good things happen to you, you can tell people, this is what God did in my life because of X, Y, Z. If you have something negative and you overcame it, you can say, I know what you're going through because I went through something similar. Let me help you understand how you can get over this because I got over this. And so you can take a negative and turn it into a positive and help people go deeper in their 
their their walks with God go deeper in their their walks in life with other people, etc. Now, there are four zones that we all live in. Hold on, let me, I, I need a drink. There are four zones we all live in. We have the zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius. Now, this is all found in Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap, which is a, a fantastic book, by the way. If you don't, if you've never read the book, I'll have a link in the show notes, jbcism.com forward slash one five three jbcism.com forward slash one five three. And the the thing is, if if we really want to take our life to the next level, we have to understand what these different zones of genius are about. Now, all of these zones, we are going to fall in one aspect or multiple aspects of our life into different categories. And then we have to make decisions that best suits our zone of excellence and zones of genius. So, here's the first one, the zone of incompetence. Gay Hendricks says this, that the zone of incompetence includes the things that we don't do very well. And I talked about this, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before, episode 151 or 152. Hold on, let me look this up. I want to I want to tell you exactly what this episode was that I did. Okay, I believe it was episode 151. Episode 151. And I I used the book by Michael Hyatt. And in this book, he has four different zones that, that we operate in. And, and these are very similar to Gay Hendricks zones. Anyway. All that to say, go back and listen to episode 151 to understand what I'm talking about. But have you ever been tasked with something that you didn't like doing or you don't like doing at all? <laughs> You're not efficient at it. You're not very good at accomplishing it. And you wonder, why am I even doing these things? Well, frankly, our zone of incompetence, these are items that make us cringe. These are items that don't get us excited. Uh, we like to keep our finger on the pulse of our lives, but if there are things that hinder our effectiveness, effectiveness and drag us into living a mediocre life, this is when we need to decide, do I really want to be doing things that are that I am incompetent at? Or do I want to things that, do things that I'm excellent at? And... This is what we have to decide. We have to decide if it's worth the hassle to continue functioning in something that we're not good at. And for most people, this is when we need to learn to start delegating these responsibilities to someone else who is more competent at doing the task. Because it's okay to be incompetent at something, 
But you don't want to stay doing something that you're incompetent at for too long. You actually want to pass that off to somebody else who maybe it goes more with their personality. Uh, they're more competent at it. Maybe they're excellent at it. Or maybe this is what really triggers their buzzer and they get so excited about. So that's the zone of incompetence. Then you have the zone of competence. This is the zone where we are confident that we can get the job done. We know what we're good at. We know the things that we can do, but it isn't necessarily something that makes us tick. It isn't necessarily something that makes us excited to get up in the morning. We get easily bored or we get easily frustrated and and these tasks, they need to get done. You know the saying, jack of all trades, but master of none. That's, I guess, what the zone of competence uh, really is. Now, I'm somebody who is very good at doing a lot of things. I'm good at video. I'm good at audio. I'm good at web design. I'm good at book design. I'm good at teaching. I'm good at doing um, little things around the house. I, I, I'm very competent. I'm very good at doing a lot of things. And often people ask me to do something for them. And, and a lot of times I will jump at the chance and I'll say yes, because that's the kind of guy that I am. I know I can accomplish a task. A problem I usually have is I really don't know how to say no. With the zone of competence, you may have the chops to do something. But maybe it's best to send that task off to somebody else to do the work. I don't know if you ever thought that before. It's not bad to do things that you're competent at. But if that's all you're doing, you're not going to be tapping into the passions that God has given you. You're not going to be tapping into the, the resources that God has given you. And this is why it's so vitally important to then realize what you're competent at and then find somebody who is excellent at it and, and give that to them. And say, you're going to do a better job at this than I am. So I'm going to give this to you so that you can be fulfilled. I hope that makes sense. Thirdly is the zone of excellence. Now, the zone of excellence is this. This is the area that most people excel in. When they look for a career or they look for a new job, they're, they're applying with this knowledge that they'll be using their skills to help a company fulfill its mission and fulfill its vision. And being excellent at something is what is what makes you money. It's what pays the bills. This is what you believe that you are gifted at. But also, maybe you feel that there's a little bit of lack in your life. You're good at it. You're excellent at it. This is, it triggers your buzzer. But there might be a little bit of lack in there. Now, there's there's nothing wrong with living in your zone of excellence. And a lot of people live in their zone of excellence. A lot of very wealthy people live in their zone of excellence. A lot of very industrious people live in their zone of excellence. So there's nothing wrong with that. 
But the question is, it's what motivates you to get up in the morning and go to work. What is that thing that motivates you? What is it that what is that thing that gets you excited? And that's the question we got to ask ourselves. What am I called to do with my life? And am I longing for something more? What is it that I'm called to do? And am I longing for something more? So go with your zone of excellence. Don't go with your incompetent zone or your competent zone because those things are only going to slow you down in life. They're the things that are going to Stop you from pursuing the vision and the dream and the passion that God has put on the inside of you. Do the things that you're excellent at. But then there's a fourth zone. The fourth zone is this. It's the zone of genius. Hendricks calls it the zone of genius. um, Or this is where passion and proficiency are merged together, are married together. And this is where you're going to really get the biggest bang for your buck So when someone asks you, what is it that you are, what is it that you are called to do? What is it that you are called to do? Or what is your purpose? What is it the thing that, that really trips your buzzer in a good way? <laughs> what do you tell them? What do you tell them? What is it that God has called you to do? You see, for me, if somebody says, Jason, what is it that God has called you to do? My answer will be this. My goal is to help leaders and writers discover their passion, find their tools so that they can tell their story, find their voice, tell their, their God's story and succeed in their family, their ministry and their life. Of leaders and writers find their voice, tell their God's story, and succeed in life. You see, we all believe that there's something more for us to do. Something more to life than just being excellent at something. We want to change the world. And at at Life Church, one of the things that uh, one of our former uh, mission statements was, Changing lives, changing the world, one person at a time. Changing lives, changing the world, one person at a time. You see, this is what really gets me excited. Because we all believe that there's something more to life. This is what Gay Hendricks calls the zone of of genius. When we begin to tap into what really makes us tick, we've discovered that. We've discovered our zone of genius and and I wish this is you know, and this is where we say I I I wish this is what I could do with my life. I wish this is where I could go with my life. Then you now know what your zone of genius is. And now you have to start putting action steps in place to help you fulfill that dream, help you fulfill that goal. You see, the zone, my zone of genius, like I said, is to is is to write 
and to help people go deeper in their walks in life. I want to help people find their voice. I want to help people tell their God story. I want to help people succeed in their family, their ministry, and their life. You see, when, when you begin to discover something that's deep down on the inside of your soul, that's going to make you sit up and pay attention and listen to that still, small voice. It's, it's talking right now. But the question is, are you listening? Are you listening to what your heart is telling you? You got to pay attention to that because you don't necessarily want to be stuck in a competent zone or, a, or even just a zone of excellence. We want to be able to move beyond those areas and into what it is that God has called us to do. That's what we want to do is move into this area of, of life that God has called us to live in. Number three is this. We need to get rid of our self-limiting beliefs. Get rid of self-limiting beliefs. And this is what we're talking about this whole time here. To to pursue our purpose in life, we have to, to change our mindset, change our frame of thinking. You see, the reason we don't pursue our dreams is that our self-limiting beliefs stop our forward momentum. Our self-limiting beliefs are life suckers that latch on like a leech and they don't let go and they keep us from fulfilling that purpose that God has given us. And this is why I said, throw away the pursuit in your mind, your dreams and purpose, because if you're only pursuing it up here, but you're not taking cognitive, actual life-changing steps, the dream is always going to be stuck inside your mind. You see, our self-limiting beliefs help us throw away our purpose. We are created for a reason. You were created for a reason. You were created for a defining purpose in this world. You were destined for success. You are destined for success. But if we allow those self-limiting beliefs, they're going to hinder our growth as an individual. A self-limiting belief can be something as simple as this. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to write that book. But what if we change our thinking and, and we change that perspective? Instead of saying, I'm not good enough to write that book, how about this? My story is powerful and will transform, powerfully transform someone else's life. That is powerful. How about this self limiting belief? I have to go to work. I have to, quote unquote, pay the piper. Or maybe there's this powerful statement. I get to go to work. I get to go to the office. I get to go to where I'm making my money. And I get to make 
a powerful difference in somebody's life. See how much more powerful that is? When we, instead of focusing on the negative, we turn the negative into a positive and we transform our mind. And the more we transform our mind, we're going to be able to take these action steps and we're going to be able to pursue a balanced life and we're going to be able to pursue the thing that it is that God has called us to do. You see, Changing our focus to something positive alters our perception. It alters the perception of what we're wanting to do in this world. But if we hang on to these self-limiting beliefs, they keep us from moving forward. But when we begin to think forward, and we begin to think with purpose, that allows our mind to tap into something that is so much more powerful, so much deeper Because we're going to be able to connect with what it is that God has put on the inside of here. And we're going to begin to think positively about our life. And we're going to be able to change our destiny. But it all comes back to our mindset. And it all comes back to where is it that we are putting our thoughts? Are we putting our thoughts on the negative? Or are we putting our thoughts on the positive? I want to put the things on the positive. I want to think On the positive things, the Bible says, think on the things that are above, not the things below. Think on the good things of God. Think on the good things within yourself because we don't want to wallow in our own unbelief. We want to take a moment and actually believe and pursue our dreams. Pursue the thing that God has put on the inside of us. And that's, that's where I want to go with that. Now, you can buy uh, Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap. I will have a link in the show notes. And again, the, the link for this is going to be on the website, jbcism.com forward slash 153, jbcism.com forward slash 153, and you're going to be able to get the uh, get the book there and I do make a, a, a small commission on that um, I'm an Amazon affiliate so if you do click on that I will make a small commission um, on that uh, I wanted to just be uh, transparent about that um, uh, because of the the affiliate link there now all of that to say is this if you really want to take your life to the next level and you want to really begin, pursuing what it is that God has called you to do. One one resource that I have created, and right now um, it's actually uh, not for sale uh, for one reason or the other, but I'm going to give it to you anyway, free of charge. Uh, it's, it's a great way you can get on my mailing list and you're going to get um, a newsletter as well, uh, which will help you take your mindset to the next level. But on top of all that, uh, and if you're wanting to write a book, you're going to get all those resources as well. However, I have this resource called the Thinking Forward Journal. And this journal is a way for you to look at your life from a positive mindset. You're going to look at what you did today. You're going to be able to write down the things that you're thankful for today. 
You're also going to be able to put together um, action steps for what goals do I want to accomplish tomorrow or what things am I going to do tomorrow to help me accomplish the goals and the passions that God has put on my life. So I have a really easy way for you to get this resource. You're going to get my free newsletter. You're also going to get this uh, free journal resource. You can print them out. You can write on them, three-hole punch them. Uh, You can print them off as many times as you want. It's going to be my gift to you. You can get this journal download by going to my website, jbcism.com forward slash journal hyphen download. Journal hyphen download. So jbcism.com forward slash journal hyphen download. Um, And you can get this, these journal pages for you to use. You can print them off as many times as you want. This journal um, in full is typically $25 for a, a full quarter. It's $100 for a year, but I'm giving it to you for free. You can print off as many pages as you want. jbcism.com forward slash journal hyphen download. This will help you stop the limiting beliefs and help you start thinking forward and help you think about what it is that God has called you to do and, and the things that you want to be able to accomplish in your life. And, you know, again, you can find me on all of the socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and uh, LinkedIn. So you can do that at JBSISM, J-B-S-I-S-A-M. You can find me on all of the social networks. Uh, You can connect with me there. Um, I am am also um, just recently joined Clubhouse, so you can join me on Clubhouse at JB Sism. So search for me there on Clubhouse. Uh, I'm going to start be I'm going to be doing some rooms in Clubhouse. So if you want to follow me on Clubhouse, you can follow me there at JB Sism. And my friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. You can find the full show notes at jbsism.com forward slash one five three. And again, as always, find your voice, tell your God story, and succeed in your family, your ministry, and your life. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the J.B. Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life. <laughs>